I've been doing this for a long ass time. People already think I'm a new artist. I am not. <laughs> So take, take me back, Slay Mance. So I'm here with Slay Mance. All right. Hey. So you're originally from Queens, New York? Originally from Queens, New York. You did your research. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like uh, for you growing up up there? Um, well, I left when I was 12. Uh, I just remember a, a lot of like nostalgic moments, a lot of like running around in the street. You know, playing in the dirt, you know, doing what kids do and just being a kid, fighting. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of... Uh, fighting? Well, you know how little kids... I was... We'll talk about that later. But you know how little kids, you know, get rough housing and football and all that other stuff. And, yeah. you know, nowadays kids, they have their little tablets and stuff, but we didn't have it at that time. So um, I just remember it being uh, a lot of kids very nostalgic a lot of ice cream trucks i have one memory that sticks out in my brain the yellow house that's the house we used to live in the yellow house yep we called it the yellow house because it was a big yellow house in the middle of the block but um growing up in new york was pretty dope pretty dope can't complain okay so uh, i watched your uh your interview on the i love to sing podcast mm -hmm. and you said that you start you discovered that you know how to sing when you were 14. Mm -hmm. So what moment, can you take me to that moment? Like, tell us about, like, what, what exactly happened? What made you discover that you knew how to sing? Um, well, you know what? Let me say this. When I was, like, 12, I think it might have always been in there, but I just didn't know. Um, I started off being, like, obsessed with, like, acting and, like, modeling. And it's so funny because when I was, like, eight, my mom put me in, like, my first modeling school, and I was just, like... I don't know why she did that, but obviously now I'm paying attention to it. I'm like, hmm. So I remember I had a CD player when I was like 12. Um, and I had, um, you know, those now eight CDs, yeah. now 12 with a different bunch of, you know, music on there. I had this one CD called Now Eight. And it had a bunch of different artists on there, Aaliyah, Jessica Simpson and all that. And I used to just put that joint in my ear and just sing my butt off, but I didn't know I could sing it. I'm just maybe thinking that's probably the beginning. But fast forward to 14. Um, I was listening to uh, Mariah Carey. Um, that's when Emancipation of Mimi came out. Um, and I was just rocking and everything, getting like obsessed with her because I was like, yo, she's really dope or whatever. Um, so right after that, as I was singing with the radio, my friend was like, um, yo, I think you might sound really good. And I was just like, what are you talking about? And he was just like, turn the volume down. I was just like, what? He was like, I think you sound really nice. I was like, do I? legit i was like okay so i do remember um for some reason i didn't know what it was called at the time but you know when you go to the bathroom it sounds loud mm -hmm. so i went to the bathroom to like sing and i was just like all right i like how that feel i like this i like this so from there um i started writing music that was something that just came naturally too um I started recording music when I was like 16, going to the studio. I went to American Idol, X Factor. I did all of that. They... Okay. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. So at 14, you didn't start recording anything? You just was singing? Like... Yeah, I did start recording, but I didn't really take it serious until I was like 16 because I discovered it. Mm -hmm. Then I had this phase where I had a basement that was literally just like this in my mom's house. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to like Mariah, Christina. Whitney Houston and that was like my I didn't even know at the time but that was like my practice because okay. I, I just discovered and I was just hyped to be singing okay. then I discovered I could write music and I remember the first beat I heard 
I just went with it. Um, I have a song called Winner. The first song I wrote is literally like Winner's cousin. It's called Go Getter. One of the first songs I wrote. Um, and I noticed not only could I write the music, I noticed the direction that it was going. It was always like positive, uplifting. And I'm just like, I don't know where this is coming from, but I'm just going to let it ride. <laughs> now I pay attention as a grown person. I'm like, I know where it's coming from. Okay. Um, so from there, you know, auditioning anywhere that they would allow me to sing, I would just go and just be hype and just be immersed in everything. And I had no clue about the business. I was just hype to do music. So I went through a lot besides that. But um, yeah. So you never had no formal training? The only training that I will say is listening to Mariah, Christina, Whitney, Kelly Clarkson, uh, Alicia Keys. I think I was low key training myself without realizing I was just listening to them and I like what they sounded like, at least to me. I was like, they sound good. I'm like, let me listen. And I emulated. So I don't know what, what the technical terms was at the time, but I knew that note, it sounded like it came from here or it sounded like it came from here or something. So I just like, that was my training. Okay. Yeah. That was so, my training. Now, some people tell me that they sing like, they think about like certain moments and sing like, what about you? Like, how do you sing? Like, where do you, like somebody told me they think about like a painful moment and they, that's how they're able to sing certain notes and. You know what? Uh, I'm kind of like that too. Like even when I'm like driving my car, mm -hmm. people probably think I'm crazy because I'm always having car concerts and I be into it. Okay, they probably be like, "She is tripping." Um, definitely, uh, it's from an emotional place. It's not always like you know. Sometimes it might bring a tear. Sometimes it might just be anger or like just like feeling really good that day. Mm -hmm. But it's always from a special place. Okay. Like even when I'm just singing normally like, mm, I'm just feeling it. It just comes, it makes me feel good. It's a vibe. Yeah, you know? So whenever it happens. So how did you, like your parents take in, you know, when you singing? You discovering that you know how to sing? Like how did they um, su pursuing it? Okay. Surprisingly, um, my mom is Haitian by the way. Okay. Caribbean. So a lot of those, uh, Haitian parents, you know, the only career that makes sense to their kids is being a doctor or a lawyer. Sure. Okay. A lot of, you know, foreigners, are, they have that kind of mindset. But surprisingly, my mom, I mean, think about it. She put me in my first modeling school at eight. I didn't ask her to do that. She just did it. Maybe she thought I was too hype and had too much energy. I don't know. But clearly there was something there where she was just like, I think my child got something. But when I discovered that, she was actually really supportive incredibly supportive like she would stand in American Idol lines with me for hours in this freaking heat standing there for hours and finally getting a chance to audition and they tell you no and you're devastated and it's like oh my god I suck but yeah she was very um very very supportive would you be able to tell me a little bit about your uh, American Idol experience? I heard situations where they more so like pick people based off of gimmicks sometimes you know like some people under the audition in the past, they was like they didn't really, they want like you know certain yeah. things for the ratings to go up. So they want people, they'll pick people that really can't. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so like how was your experience? Just like a step by step, for like people that never did it. Well, I can definitely. I hope this does not come back to bite me in oh, the no, booty. No, 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 but no. I can definitely agree. 
Um, the couple times I went, there was a lot of gimmicky things going on, a lot of like big bird suits and all that, and they really chose those people. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I could see why I wasn't chosen because I had, I just knew that I loved to sing, but there was a lot of things that had to go into it. You know, I had to like develop myself. I had to learn who I was as a person. I had to get confident as an artist and a person, period. Cause a couple of the auditions I went to, I remember like having like out of body experiences and just really being nervous and just like overthinking everything. And just like, you know, you know, looking at the people's face when you're done and they're just like, no, and it's just like, and in hindsight, thinking now, um, I could see why they didn't pick me because I was just kind of like, there was, I could see why there wasn't an it because I didn't find my it. Right. I didn't find my it. So how, how old were you when you found your it and what helped you discover your it? Man, I'm a late, I'll probably be one of them people who has a kid at like 40 or something. <laughs> I'm a late bloomer dog. I'm crazy. Um, uh, I would say... Because I just woke up one day and just got tired of just being like, you know, like confused about life and just, you know, being a teenager and going through stuff in your own personal. And I just like kind of just went within. I feel like within the last, what, five, six years, I've been on this like journey pretty much all my, my whole life. But the last few years, um, I really found my it. You just get comfortable being yourself and you just realize like. You got it. Why are you tripping? Like, there's nothing wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with you. You got it. So do you remember that exact moment that brought you to that? that just like this? Uh, I think I was like 19. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you know, going through some things or whatever. Um, and like I said, I just got tired of just being like, thinking like that other people were like able to do things besides me. It was just the weirdest thing. I'm just like, why do you really think every single person on this planet can you know, have ability, but you, and I started to think it doesn't make sense. There's nothing wrong with me. Like what is wrong with your brain? Like, why do you think like that? But I would say at that moment, I just decided to just be myself and just, you know, be, <laughs> and just be comfortable with that. And just like learn myself. That's another thing. You got to know who you are. Because if you don't, there's going to be a lot of confusion out here because there's a lot of messages and mixed things going on. And if you're not stable in this, you're just going to be like, okay, maybe this, maybe this would work. That's not going to work because you got to figure out work for you. Once you know who you are, like you don't like oranges. I'm not going to go near orange trees or nothing because I'm allergic. I don't like them. It don't work for me. Yeah, Simple. So I knew about you, allergic oranges, all right. <laughs> What, uh, okay, so what made you change your name to Slay? Where does where does Slay come from? I remember hearing that on the Let It Sing podcast too. I'm getting shout out to the Let It Sing podcast. Yes, Jay Alcid, my friend, my bestie, my my Haitian brother from afar. Um, what the name? Okay, so Myas is my government. That's my last name. Mm -hmm. You know, Slay. Uh, I was performing one time at a, a open mic. And then one of my friends, uh, Skeezy, shout out Skeezy, uh, he was like, uh, when I got off the stage, he was like, God damn, slay, God damn, slay, slay my ass. And I was just like, you know, I like the ring of that. You know, it kind of fits me. My personality, sweet, spicy, 
all in one and that comes to slay but it's not nothing that's like boastful or loud it's just very like you could just the energy just tells you i did not come to play <laughs> i'm just chilling you know you have a unique style it's real it's real fun it's real you know thank you thank you thank you thank you i'm just myself i'm just myself <laughs> I mean, how would you describe your style though just uh, spicy my my personal style i like a lot of things i like you know uh feminine stuff i like masculine stuff i just like things that have color structure elegance um i like style um i don't really care about like if it's like a brand if it is a brand that's cool too but i don't go out my way to just oh i want this because it's prada i go out my way i like this because that shit is hot it happens to be Prada, great, but it's fire. I like the shape, I like the design. I like anything that's different. Anything that's like playful, colorful, um, red lipstick, I like that kind of stuff, you know, bold. You know, they, they like to say, they try to say, you know, brown girls can't do red lipstick. Yes, we can, you know. Um, I just like anything that's like different. I, it's just very eclectic. There's days I'll wear something baggy or some days I'll do like sexy, but it's always like a um, a classy, a little bit of a mystery. You know, I don't gotta do too much. It's just the swag, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely be swagging with the swag. <laughs> you do Thank like you. Style is different. Thank it's you. Like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Make me shy. <laughs> so, do you with your uh, musical career and the path that you're going on? Do you want to stay independent, or do you, are you creating your own thing, like? You know, I get asked this question a lot and um, <laughs> no, you good, you good. Cause it makes you sometimes as artists, you just, you're not thinking about that, but you really do got to think about that. Cause if somebody comes to you with a deal that, you know, that could change your life, what are you going to do? Um, I would say if something came along that, you know, I could benefit from because I know the whole deal and all that stuff. Sometimes, you know, they don't, it's not done right by the artist. If I can have some sort of like say and ownership or something, some type of partnership, absolutely. I would go with somebody who can help me excel more. But as an independent artist now, and especially with what I've learned and what I'm continuing to learn, you know, knowing myself, marketing and all that other stuff. I mean, I like the lane that I'm going. The last like year or two, I've been growing steadily. My followers and I actually have like invested fans that consistently show love. I pay attention who shows up consistently. I'm like, you got a little bit of a fan base. All right. Yeah. All right. And they like what you do. So that alone in itself is like kind of inspiring because a lot of people I used I used to be one of people like without even realizing I was waiting for someone to come and save me. To come and help you just imagining and it's like keep imagining you're gonna be 105 imagining mm -hmm. use that imagination to make shit happen put yourself out there so somebody can see you and make it happen you know what i'm saying or just I i'm a very diy type of person i have a hard time surrendering control and stuff not because i'm crazy or anything maybe a little bit <laughs> but i just like what i like and i like things to go a certain way and nobody's gonna care about the stuff that belongs to you like you are. So it's very few people. Um, I have two people on my team actually that I don't even sweat when I work with them. I don't even think twice. And I'm just like, that's rare because I'm such a control freak. Like I need this to be this way. No, no. But um, yeah, I mean, 
as an independent artist now, I'm enjoying the ride. Um, I'm enjoying learning. I'm enjoying the fact that people actually care about what I do. So I'm not opposed. If it's helpful to me and I'm not going to get jerked around and like, you know, some shit deal, then hell yeah. If somebody want to help me out, for sure. That's another thing too. I'll learn to accept help. I be trying to do everything by myself. Because again, we got, you know. That's one of my biggest problems. I understand. You understand? You go through stuff. Trusting people and that shit really fucks with you. It messes you up. You don't even realize over time you're damaged. That's why you can't trust nobody. Mm -hmm. And it fucks you up. And I'm being honest. And it is what it is. Um, I got my own issues. That's why I just hold on to a lot of things and do things on my own. Because when you actually... You know, let that out and let people help you with your journey. They let you down sometimes by accident or whatever. But I always say you always got to be ready to have your own back. Mm -hmm. it ain't nothing personal, but just always be ready to have your own back. Okay. Well, what was your uh, what was your process in building a team? You saying now you got two people that you could two people that you could trust. What was your what was your process like in building a team? Um. So basically. Throughout like my marketing and learning like my niche and just like really putting myself out there on social media. Um, like for example, the guy that made my website, he's in France, his name is Mo. Shout out to Mo. Shout out to Mo. Shout out to Mo. I think Mo is actually Portuguese and he lives in France. Mm. Um, I met him through an indiepreneur club that I'm part of. Um, Keys to the game, shout out to Keys to the game. He leads the whole indiepreneur club. Um, it's, okay, um, hit them up, y'all. Um, it's basically a club where what's the latest news and in indie artists and whatever, you know, he teaches you the business side, how to make sure your stuff is protected and all this other stuff and whatever. Um, so Mo, immediately when I spoke to him, I met him through the club or whatever, I was just like, I had this really calm feeling. And I was just like, I usually want to like, think twice and like jump over shit. But I was just like, oh, he cool. Mm -hmm. And legit. And the dude that does my videos, shout out to Late Bloomer. Shout out to Late Bloomer. I have, I don't even know, I don't even have enough words to say. He's incredible, amazing videographer. Um, I've worked with videographers before. When you do a video, it take them like a month to give you your shit back. <laughs> or you, you tell them, can you just edit this one scene? Or they'll be like, oh, you didn't pay enough for that. You only oh, paid no. this much. And I'm just like, but you asked the price. So it's just like, you know, like I said, you get tired of working with crazy people. You just pray to God to send you normals. He's amazing. Like, I literally just be like, just little tweak. He's willing to work with you. So um, I like that I have, you know, those kinds of people around because my brain can stay more on like positivity and like there are people you can depend on. Everybody's not bad. You're doing therapy for yourself. Like fix your brain. Everyone's not the enemy. <laughs> It may not be a hundred people, but you don't need them. If you got a few people with the same ambition and they fucking with you for real, mm -hmm. I'm happy. True. I'm happy. So, let's see. What, what was the hardest lesson for you to learn? Or what was the biggest lesson that you had to learn in your journey? <sighs> um, Stop looking for somebody to save you. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, I done been through stuff where we've had thousands of dollars stolen from us too, due to my own stupidity. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna take accountability. I was young um, and I was really desperate, you know, just to believe or have somebody believe in me. And I was just like hoping and praying that this person was right and they weren't, they were shady as fuck. But I would have known that had I did the research prior, 
But my dumb ass did the research after and saw everything. And I was like, oh, well, it's too late now, dummy. What type of situation is your young woman really? Well, um, he pretended the, the guy I was referring to, I'm just gonna say his name. Somebody probably know him at this point, Jay Keith. <laughs> uh, he was doing like scams where he was going like state to state scamming like artists and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't the only artist. Um, I talked to an artist in Canada who was a rapper who actually went through like a crazy depression mm -hmm. because he like gave all his like life savings to like. How was, how was he scamming though? Like, what was he doing? Pretending to be part of the industry. Oh, he worked with Diddy. Oh, he did um, on Push Play Diddy album. He did track number six. And, you know, clearly nowadays when somebody tells you that, oh, really? Mm -hmm. I don't see your name. I don't see your name in the credits. I didn't do any of that because I was just so. That's what made me learn the business too. I was so um, hungry and passionate as an artist. I'm just like, everybody has the same heart as me. We're going the same direction. So, so what are some signs for people to look out for so they don't get scammed? Um, you know what? I'm so happy you asked that. Nobody's ever asked me that before. Signs to look out for. Um, first of all, listen to your intuition. Because I had certain, I can't tell you how many times in my life I had like a, a nudging feeling and I just was like, oh, maybe I'm tripping. That shit will cost you your fucking life. You better listen to your intuition. Um, any, anything that doesn't make sense, do your research. If somebody tells you I'm this person, it don't take nothing to just go on Google and type their name up and see if they're affiliated with Beyonce. Mm. Don't be lazy. That's another thing. I was low-key lazy and didn't even realize it mentally because I didn't feel like doing it. I just hope that it worked out well. This is your business. If you own a business, you're going to have to feel like doing it or else it's going to crumble. You can't just do anything and just, oh, I got a million dollar empire. I hope this guy knew what he's doing. Mm -hmm. One, two o'clock in the morning, I got to get up, wipe the sleep of my eye, hold up. His name is so-and-so. All right. Yeah, he's cool. And go back to sleep. You got to do it. Um, signs to look out for. Um, people who are like asking you for like, you're going to pay for stuff, obviously, but astronomical amounts of money. And always think about things that you can do for yourself. So you don't end up adding too many extra energies and overextending and just having the wrong people around. Look at what you can do for yourself and then outsource. If you can, if you got a recording studio at the crib, you don't need to pay nobody. If you can write your own music, you don't need to pay nobody. If you can create your own beats, you don't need to pay no. If you can edit, if you can this, if you can dress yourself, if you can style yourself, if you can do your own makeup, think about yourself as that's money in your pocket that you could be putting in something else. True, true. Uh, and that way too, it's less of a liability to get scammed or into these situations because you know what you're doing already that's true learn your learn your craft learn the business and get comfortable running your shit um what else would i say uh just people who are just like overly invested and oh yeah pay attention to people that try to low-key like and if you know you're good pay attention to people that try to like low-key shade you to like make you feel like you're nothing, to just continuously keep the wool over your eyes, to make you second guess yourself. And if you know you lit, don't be delusional. Be lit for real though. If you lit 
And somebody comment, like, for example, when somebody says Beyonce is overrated, they're clearly crazy. Even if you don't care about her personal life, they're clearly delusional. We don't talk to that. Because what, what is overrated? What is overrated? Like, you a hater and stay over there. It's clear. You can tell a hater how they talk about Beyonce. I'm <laughs> being real shit. Like, how could you talk bad about her? What can you have bad to say? You're a hater, yo. Be mindful because that's how predators in this industry, they try to play with your mind like you're nothing and make you second guess yourself. They ain't, no, they ain't no better than you. The internet is big for everybody. You can go on the World Wide Web and learn just like everybody else. Exactly. Ain't nothing hidden. Right. That's it. So take us into like your, uh, your creative process. Ooh. Like what, the creative process. What inspires you? What keeps you motivated? Like just when you make your music, you write your music? Um, you know what inspires me? Um, real life, my own personal life, my growth journey, my healing journey, everything that I write about or that you see, even my statuses sometimes. That, that's something I literally just went through five minutes ago and I'm just trying to channel it in a positive way for myself and hopefully it can be a bounce back effect to other people. Like I'll be like, don't trip today. I'm literally telling myself that. Like as I'm writing the caption, like, you know, today's a good day or whatever and somebody would get the caption or even the one I posted today about embrace your inner child. Um, I love the park. I love going to the swings and all that stuff. People probably look at you like, you're so weird. I'm like, it's calming. You know, of course I'm an adult and everything, but that holding on to that piece of like peace in yourself is cool too. It's cool too. Being an adult sometimes is a little intense. So it's like, let me go back to <laughs> my kid self for a second, like, and step out this craziness. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it. Just, uh, be your kid self. So like, do you write in your head? You write in a book? You oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I kind of went off in space no, real no, quick. Um, so I think it can go one or two ways because most of the time um, I'll hear a beat and all the beats I have that's recorded on, they're, they're all like owned and everything. I copyrighted them and I bought them outright because I believed in them and I felt something. So I usually hear a beat, um, and I get inspired within like the first few seconds and I'm like thinking, hmm, this is what this sound like to me. Or I'll just like write out some words that's like come into my mind or like I'll just be driving and I'll just play the beat on rotation because I like it. And I'm just like when stuff start coming to me, I'll just do the uh, voice recorder on my phone. That shit is gold. It's literally like you're in a studio. Just play the music out loud and just sing into the thing and it keeps you on point. Um, that's one of my favorite ways to do it. The voice recorder. Um, I usually, like I said, I usually just hear the beat and I'll just go along that way. Or there's times I'll hear like a melody in my brain. I haven't done that yet though. Um, I, I want to get to that level. Like, you know, somebody's like playing the piano and I create something from scratch like that. I feel like I could do that, but for the most part, it's usually like something I'm already thinking about. Like the stuff that I'm into, I'm into like, I'm always talking about like magic and manifestation and winning and, you know, uh, bubbly fun vibes. Like, I don't know. It's just like a, a fun, a fun museum in my brain. Sometimes like I'll hear the beat and I'll get excited and I decide this is what this sounds like, or I'll just start writing and I'm like, all right, that's the first verse. And from there it kind of inspires me to do the hook. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
So it's, it's a number of ways I get creative. I hear a beat, um, or I'll sing into my voice memo, something that's in my brain. I'm like, I want to make a song with this melody, with this type of sound. You know, I feel like talking about like manifestation because this is, I really feel this vibe right now and I'm trying to put out like a manifestation song so people can like really like make their dreams happen because I'm doing the same thing. But it usually comes from hearing like a really nice track and I'm like, I like that. What, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you going? Um, I just have a lot of like energy naturally, but the love of it is what keeps me going. Honestly, I really like creating. I like when I write a song and I can see the whole video in my brain, like my new single that I have coming shortly in the next four weeks. It's called It's My Time. We're going to talk about that shortly. Um, the visual just literally popped into my brain like that. Um, it, it may not come out 100% like I see it, but within the, the realm of what's going on in my brain. Um, what was the question again? No, just like what keeps you, you know. Oh yeah, what keeps you motivated? Yeah. Um, the love of it, that's what keeps me motivated. Um, I just like creating. I just like when I write a song and I'm like, yo, I get excited like that's fire. I like that feeling. And what keeps me motivated is that I could actually like do this for real. I could actually blow like if I want it, like if I really I am putting my all into this, like that's what keeps me going. Like you could really make this like happen before. Um, of course, I was doing it and, you know, hoping for the best, but especially being an independent artist and having some form of like success in the form of like streams or people watching what you're doing or commenting or whatever. I look at all that as success because they didn't have to do that. And you didn't tell them, look at me. They took a chance and actually were like, I like what you're doing. So it kind of makes me think like, you could really be a big star. And when she said that, I wanted to say something real quick. <laughs> this shit is really crazy. Yeah. So where do you get, do you feel like most of your support come from people close to you or people that you don't know? People I don't know. That's why I ain't got no friends now. Uh, and I don't want it to be that way, but um, unfortunately, and what I noticed too in life, which is so sad because when you start to like, people love it when you're like in ruin and chaos and unsureness and you don't know what you want to do with your life and you're just confused about everything and just, they know that too. And it's kind of weird. I look at everything through like a spiritual lens. They like when you're just like downtrodden and not really sure yet what you're going to do. You're just there. You're almost like you're just a hang along with them. But the moment you take a stand and you're just like, wait, I think just like everybody else has their happiness, they discovered their footing. I think I could do that too. When you start to do it, at least in my experience, it's not for everybody. I don't want to pollute anybody's mind. Everyone's not bad. But in my experience, um, the friends that I did have, um, I started to notice like different behavior and it was kind of shocking because it's like the people you never expected. It's like people you grew up with and it's like, you really don't even like me. That's crazy. What did I do to you? Like, I thought you were friends. Like, what the fuck? And it's so weird because they already are elevating and progressing and it's almost like you're a threat. And it's like, why? And it's really crazy because in your mind, you're thinking, once I make it, I'm going to take my friend here. I'm going to take my friend there. And this God is like, bitch, no, you're not. Because they are trying to fuck up everything 
I got for you. What type of things did you experience from those uh, Oh, man. <laughs> uh, physical, you know, like physical like assaults <laughs> like actually like it's the craziest yeah like physical like violations and like you know attempts to like embarrass you publicly you know constantly like taking like digs at you like you know talking about how you used to be like I can't believe you're so organized now you never used to be that way like I mean you're just not that like it's just you know and they do it in like joking manners but then your spirit is like you try to laugh it off, but your spirit is like. So, so. Um, or here's another thing. Um, sometimes God reveals stuff. People be talking about you behind your back. You don't even know. Oh, yeah. uh, that's what happened in the last instance. You know, uh, at the baby shower, everybody's just sitting around talking. And when you're doing shady shit, his friend just started hiccuping. You know, Tracy, I thought when I was going to meet you, you were going to be this and this and that. Because Shazar, da, 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 they said this and that. And it, like, no, no, no. And I'm like. What else did they say? What else did they say? What else did they say, boo? I'm just sitting here quietly. Don't get mad at me. So how, how did you end up separating yourself from these people? Like how, um, you, oh, and, and here's a, like, uh, well, and another thing too, uh, I want to say this, um, a lot of the times I feel like a great majority of people don't even believe in themselves. So for, for them to like look at you and believe in you, it's like, I don't even know how to do that, first of all. Um, they don't even believe in themselves. They don't believe like in, in anything astronomical that can happen for them. So when you come around with that thought process and you actually believe it, and not actually believe it, you have the potential. Mm -hmm. You literally are it, just keep going. I, I guess it's a bother. I literally had people, people's parents tell me, Oh, you can't do that. And I purposely would say, I want to do this and I want to do that. Oh, you can't do that. I didn't even get mad. I just was like, they really think I can't because they know they can't. But they don't even realize I'm a beast. I'm not you. <laughs> I'm a different creature. Like, don't compare me to you. I'm from another planet for real. So whatever. Um, little things like that, you know. And when you're, it doesn't matter what lane you're trying to go in. You cannot be around that because eventually it'll kill your spirit. You don't even realize you start to feel invisible. Like you're around people, but you feel invisible. You feel like you're not, you don't matter. Like they, they're making other people. It's like they're doing it on purpose. They're acknowledging other people and they purposely to make you feel like nothing. And it's like that will weigh on you eventually. You start to feel like nothing and you wonder why. That's why they say your environment can determine a lot. Your health, your mental health, and all of that. Why are you feeling depressed? Why are you feeling like you're nothing? You got friends, and you feel like you don't have friends. They don't show up for anything, but expect you to show up for everything. And not even expect. It's an entitlement. They demand. They demand. That's how you know they're really fucking crazy. Like, something's wrong with you. You can't show up for me. And clearly something was wrong with me, too, because I'm like, wait a minute. Now that I really think about it, they never really showed up for anything. And I showed up for a lot of stuff, basically all of it. Mm -hmm. Big moments in your life when you're moving out, when you're, you know, graduating from school. And it's like you start to normalize it and then you start to realize, don't be delusional, boo. You don't have friends. You're their friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't have friends. Yeah. It's okay. Um, and how, how I left it, you know, 
Some of them, I just stopped talking. Um, the last one who physically like stripped my shirt off in front of people. I'm sorry to hurt. Yeah. Um, that one, I didn't go down too quietly with that because I'm sweet, but I'm spicy too. You know? Um, so I let them have it and I was done with that. You know? And it, that, it is what it is. I'm not going to lie. It hurt a whole lot. Um, you know, I did my whole therapy thing and all that stuff because it was a lot. Therapy's really good too, guys, let me tell you. Um, but yeah, you just get over it and you start to get happy because you start to realize I'm on a path. Fuck them. Shit. This is God's plan anyway. I don't give a fuck. I'm happy that he revealed them now because anybody got time when you up there yeah. and shit and you got. Yeah, that's why there's delays, too, I believe, in people's life, because you got the wrong people around you. He just keep keep trying to show you this. I got the million for you here, but you taking forever to realize. Leave them alone. So, but we good now. We good now. You, you mentioned uh, spirituality a lot. Uh, what got you into spirituality? I'm Haitian. So I just grew up in a household of spirituality and, you know, wives tales and, you know, don't walk this way because that's bad luck or whatever. So I just grew up in that environment. So naturally, you know, as, as I got older, too, and, you know, did my own research on my family lineage and all that stuff. And I'm just like, mm, it makes sense why you are the way you are. You come from a line of like, like strong, you know, tough women. And I'm just like, okay, it makes sense. I'm like, all right. That's why nobody's married. <laughs> it makes sense. It's I love just, your personality. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, um, I remember too, my dad, uh, he came around, you know, when I was like, 21 22 my early 20s and he was teaching me a lot about like spirituality and all this other stuff um i believe in god i don't like you know i'm not a bible thumper or anything but i do believe in like a higher power and spirituality and all you know negative vibes and evil eye and all that stuff yeah i believe in all of that so yeah i just grew up in a haitian household so it was just natural that i was gonna be you know into that. So do you believe in like the, the term that words are spells and magic, the things you put out as far as music and stuff? Hell yeah, absolutely. Um, even that's why I'm like, well, I don't even want to say intentional. It just naturally comes that way. But um, that's why I make the type of music I make, because I'm just like, hopefully, you know, somebody can get something from it or it's healing for me because that's what I believe in. Like, I'm a winner, 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 winner. It's like a, I know quitter, 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 quitter. Everything I want, I am going to get it, get it, get it. It's the energy. So. Hold up. That's raw, y'all. That's like raw. No auto-tune. No <laughs> That's a beautiful voice. I'm sorry. Thank Go. you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, um, everything is energy. Like even me, like when I think negative, mm -hmm. I get mad because I'm like, fuck. Now you got to start over. Because remember, this is what you're vibrating. I'm aware even when I'm being negative, even when I'm being a bitch, I know this is not good. I'm basking in the moment, but later on I'm going to repent and be like, listen, I am sorry. I want you to go this way, not that way. I just had a moment. Forgive me. Um, but yeah, uh, 
definitely everything is energy. The music I make, I listen to my own music sometimes, not because I'm like cocky, but it actually does something. And when I created music again this time around, I said, I want to feel how I feel when I listen to like Beyonce or Rihanna. I want to do like, yeah. And I feel that energy. So I'm like, okay, so hopefully they feel it too. Everything is intentional. Everything is energy. Like how you think about stuff, your intentions. That's why you got to really check yourself. Like, why are we really doing this? If you're being shady, check yourself, <laughs> check yourself. It's like, all right, you know, nobody's perfect or not. I'm not perfect, but I make it a real intentional thing to just try to be positive. Try my best. You know, some days are better than others, but for the most part, I want to do better. So, so what is it like at a live show with Slay Mayas there? Slay Mayas, I'm sorry. You good, you good, Slay man. Mayas. Like, I want to, like, how does it feel when you go up there? Like, how does it, how does the crowd respond? I definitely got to come out to a live show. I usually don't, I've never really been to, like, concerts or nothing like that. I've only been to, like, two concerts in my whole life, and that was, like, within the last five years. Okay. But I, I'm definitely open to, I'm, well, I am going to come out. I definitely want to Yes, come out I would love that. I would love that. And I think Complex Angel, actually, she's having an open mic on the 11th. But we'll talk about that later. So I might show up to that. But um, a show with Slay Myers, just expect lots of energy, vibes, expect to be moved, astounded, you know. Um, that's how I, I imagine in my brain when I'm like singing on stage and I imagine myself just imagine, just be prepared to be inspired to just, you know, I, I say escape the stratosphere for the next two minutes. We're about to leave Earth for the next three minutes or two minutes or whatever. Right. Yeah, so expect lots of energy, inspiration, a good time, and hella vocals, hella vocals. Now, do you, you ever perform with like a live band before? Or um, I did a long time ago, but not recently. I would love to. Okay. I would, that's, listen, that's the goal, man, because I'd just be going there going crazy. But for now, my little show tracks, the backup vocals, but I would love to. Okay. I would love to. So what makes you like keep going? Like you go to different, like how, how often do you perform probably a month? I would say in the, in the span of a month. Um, well, since the whole Corona thing, mm -hmm. uh, the last time I performed was uh, the Surviving Philly event, Surviving Philly TV event. Oh, yeah, you mentioned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to get more, um, you know, back into like the performance scenes and all that stuff. I kind of stayed away because of the whole COVID thing. I got COVID back in December. I didn't die, but I couldn't smell and taste for 10 days. And that was a nightmare. So we was not trying to do that again. Nobody had time for that. So um, I would say like, uh, wait, what was the question again? No, just like, uh, I forgot too, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, how often do you perform? Oh yeah, how, okay. So I'm getting back into it. The last time I performed was at the Surviving Philly TV joint. Um, I do a lot of like, online stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the next joint I'm probably gonna show up to is the uh, Complex Angels joint, May 11th. Yeah, okay. um, especially because I got a new single coming. Let's talk about yeah, it. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah, so let's talk about it really briefly. Um, the new single is called um, It's My Time. It's My Time. Yep. first of all, why there's been such a delay, because the last time I dropped a single was in November, uh, that was busy. Um, and I had my whole new single lined up to go and everything. I got the video, everything in the cut. Then I got a, so much music like written, 
beats and everything. And I just be going through my catalog sometimes and I found uh, It's My Time and I wrote that probably, probably like a year ago, but I finished it like recently. And I was just like, hmm, I was like, I could go with the single I have now, but something's telling me the way I was feeling. I was just like, I know it's gonna be a whole lot of work. Again, I got the work already done, but I think I gotta go back in the booth. Cause this, this is it. This is that summer banger. Um, it's not your typical summer banger. It's more of a vibe, more of an out of body, outer space experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> an outer space experience. Um, but uh, the new single is called It's My Time and it's basically about everybody, you know, everybody in the world or in life, you know when it's your time to do something. like. Or like if you finally meet that girl and you'd be like, yo, I think I might've met my wife today or something or something like that. You'd be like, it's my time to do this. It's my time to get married. Or it's my time to finally lose all this weight. Or it's my time to finally leave this crazy man alone or whatever, or leave this job. Or it's my time to finally make my dream come true. Um, I'm in that space. Mm -hmm. I've been in that space for a while, for like the last couple years. And it's like the flame is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger till be gone. So basically it's about knowing it's your time and you want the world to know that it's your time and you're basking in this feeling um, and you know it's your time. So um, it should be coming within the next six weeks or so. Um, I want to give you guys a little snippet. No, we appreciate that. Yeah, so I'm going to give you a little snippet. It goes, yes. I feel it inside, it's finally about to come alive. Everything I've seen in my mind is coming true in a real time. I can't believe my eyes, such beautiful visions that's waiting for me, yeah. I'm ready for my blessings, radiant. Light shines all over my body, oh yeah. Energy, oh, I feel it. I feel like it's my time, and I want you to know. It's my time, it's my time, oh, it's my time. Oh, it's my time to shine. Oh, it feels so right. Yeah, I bet I'm gonna spend all of my extra time bathing in all these vibes. Oh, it feels so right. I know it's my time. We're gonna stop right there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, I'm shy. <laughs> so, I'm not shy. I just get a little bit like, you know, the little cheekies or whatever. But, um, so you heard the words. Yes, I feel it inside. It's finally about to come alive. Everything I've seen in my mind is coming true in a real time. That's that manifestation I'm telling y'all about. See, I can't make this shit up. It's real. Um, every What you see is what you get. So everything that I be, the conversations I have with people on a regular basis, like, yes, magic and all this shit. If you want to know who I am, listen to my music. You'll get a full picture. There is no debating. So I believe in this shit wholeheartedly. Like, you know, and it's true. That's why I wrote the song. I literally was sitting there writing it. And I literally was just writing from the stance of like, yo, everything that you've seen in your mind is happening in real time. That's literally what I felt like. And it's happening.
I used to think like having 200 views on a video on Instagram was like astronomical. I have that now. And it's crazy because just apply yourself and just like really, you know, go in and just like focus in on you and what makes you great and just go with that. Just be you. You're going to stand out regardless, just being yourself. So, um, I can't believe my eyes. Such beautiful vision that's waiting for me. Yeah, I'm ready for my blessings. So, spirituality and all of it. So, um, that's my time. It's called It's My Time. That's my new single. Um, it's featuring a rapper too. His name is Nindo. Number nine, D-O-E. Um, he hopped on the track unexpectedly. Um, that's my friend's cousin. I went to do a rough recording at his house and his cousin was there. He hopped on the track and I was just like, it's our time. So hopefully you guys are excited about that. Ah, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Um, hopefully you guys are inspired by it and you guys like really like hone in into your brain and be like, yo, I could really make my life whatever I want happen. Believe me, I used to be like a wallflower in high school. I used to think everybody was popping except me. I was crazy. I don't know why I think like that, but uh, I used to think like I had no abilities. I was ugly and all this other stuff. So fast forward all these years later and I'm just like so comfortable in my skin, even being my quirky, you know, childlike self. I like it all. I'm comfortable. So I'm a living, breathing testament. You can change the narrative. Don't listen to people. Definitely don't listen to people, especially if they don't, they're not doing shit that you're looking at like, oh my God, so amazing. Keep doing you. Keep doing you. Yeah, I feel it inside. It's finally about to come alive. Everything I've seen in my